Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, beloveds. We are here in the energies of a very powerful eclipse. It is an eclipse window that actually bookends in December of this year. And this is a time where we prepare for 2020, fully stepping into our roles. I think you all know what that means. And it means really moving past our doubt and our fear. Today's episode is with someone who is truly on his path, listening to his soul, listening to his higher self and his guidance, connected fully to source, and recognizing the importance of sharing that with the world. And that's what all of us are doing as we clear out this doubt and fear and align with that central core of who we are, we bring forward our mission and we create and we share with the world. This is new earth. And so we're talking about the law of attraction in this because my de- my guest, David Strickell, is someone who realized and truly believed as a young child that he created the law of attraction because he put these principles, these universal laws to work in his life. And now he brings forward the stream, a group of entities here, source-based, who guide us. Let's welcome David to Quantum Conversations. David, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. We are happy to be here with you. This is really refreshing. So you are connected to your higher self and the stream. We can all be connected in this way. And it's powerful because you've stepped into your mission. Can you tell us what that was like in your journey? Um, You know, you've got your whole life journey, but something along the way just recently in the last couple of years really 
made you come forth and honor this? Certainly. You know, as you said, it's something that's been coming to me my entire life. And I sort of used it and misused it for a large portion of my life until around age 40 when I realized that I had this thing that I thought I invented that we now call the law of attraction. It's been called that for a long time, but I thought it was my creation as a child. I used it to really focus on manifesting money and things because I thought that was the basis of all happiness. And I turned 40 and realized that money and things were great, but they were certainly not the basis of all happiness because I was not happy. I had plenty of money and plenty of things, but I had a lot of other things that were wrong in my life. And so from there, I really started exploring on a much deeper level everything that had been coming to me my entire life. Shortly after doing that and discovering meditation, I had a kundalini awakening. And after that, I started automatic writing. And in this mm -hmm. automatic writing, I was receiving a lot of guidance and a lot of clarity on things. It just seemed like all these downloads of thought that I'd always been getting, when I would sit and meditate, raise my vibration and write, I would get a whole lot more, a lot more information, a lot more detail. And I started applying all of these things in my life, so much so that it really changed every aspect of my life. My health improved. I lost 100 pounds. I got off of uh, an Oxycontin addiction that I had. My chronic back pain went away. I left a, a bad relationship, a long-term bad relationship that was not serving either one of us. Mm. Um, and it just kind of worked on one thing after another. And, and it certainly did not reach a state of perfection. We never do, but improved in every area. And then I got to the point where I was really inspiring others through the job that I had at the time and teaching others to be successful, really focusing on the law of attraction because it is the, the basis of all creation and not getting too deep into the spiritual aspects of it because it was a work environment and I didn't want to get, you know, called out by HR for teaching religion or spirituality at work. So I kind of kept it on a surface level and I was very successful doing that. But the, the more success I had in my personal life, the more frustrated I became at how limited my sharing of it was. Mm -hmm. And I really allowed myself to go so far down that path of disallowing it that I just got to the point where I couldn't not teach it anymore. Mm -hmm. I really felt like I had to share it on a, on a higher level. Uh, and I still had my job, but I started a podcast called the stream of David. I still have that podcast and I started reaching a global audience with the podcast and it really started helping people in multiple ways. And in, in, along the way, I also wrote a book called the stream eternal wisdom for a better life. And it's, the 23 core messages from the stream, it's a little bit of my life story, and it's a lot of Q&A, a lot of the questions that you would have speaking directly to source, they answer. Mm -hmm. So I did all of those things, and then I realized it was time to just quit my corporate job, and I did. I kind of jumped out of the airplane. I had a nice mid-six-figure, uh, I was a corporate executive, and I was, you know, the, the money was great, but I was not at all satisfied doing what I was doing. And I was guided to just leave that job really with no plan, literally jump out of the airplane. <laughs> and I did that. That's bold. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it was scary. I was living in a $6,000 a month apartment in San Francisco, mm -hmm. <laughs> the most expensive city in the country at the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, had people to support and overhead and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I did it. I just knew that I was going to be okay. And as long as I held on to that belief, I would be. Mm -hmm. And I was guided from there 
And literally, the, the idea of doing a, a course and selling a course to, to my listeners kind of fell into my lap. And in the beginning, I didn't think it was what I wanted to do. I really wanted to write books and do live workshops. I love channeling. I love channeling in front of an audience. I love channeling on a show such as this. It's my favorite thing to do. I love the information provided by the stream. Mm-hmm. But my intention was to really help people make the big changes in their lives that I had made, really yes. removing their abundance blocks, the things that frustrate people with the law of attraction, the big stuff that people really want. Mm-hmm. And I realized that the course was the path to doing that, to you know get into an intensive environment, working with me as a coach in the stream for guidance and teaching this to people. Well, I had people immediately join the course, which was amazing. They had great results from it. And this course quickly morphed to a spiritual practice. And the spiritual practice was based on what I had done over that 10-year period, mm-hmm. how I cleaned up my vibration, how I healed the past, yes. how I raised my vibration to a higher level to view not only my life but the world from a higher vantage point. And really what we do in, in the spiritual practice is called TIA, T-Y-A, for trusting your abundance. It's so magnificent in my life that I've recently got it tattooed on my arm. My first tattoo at 51 is T-Y-A. <laughs> Maybe right my own tattoo. Yeah. And uh, so people ask me about it every day now, which is really cool because I can tell them about it. But it's it's not a religion or anything like that. It's a spiritual practice that allows you to raise your default vibration. And that's what I teach now. And that the stream's teachings are very much based on Taya. What I coach in my programs, uh, very much based on the Taya spiritual practice. And that's what's changing lives all over the world in my program. So I'm very humbled to be able to bring it. And it's very effective. It's very modern day information, really useful processes that you can implement in your life fairly quickly and start to really heal the things that drag our vibration down because so much of our vibration is created by our past until we heal it. Absolutely. Yes. Beautiful. I love that you're assisting people with this. What I love the most is that you followed the heart call and you're doing it and you're sharing it. And that is, what we're all here to do. And so for those who may not be aware of it just yet, be easy with yourself as we all figure this out. We are all new earth leaders and it's fun to support and encourage everyone along this path. I see that world and it is closer than we think. It truly is. And so these big changes making these big changes, removing these blocks, these abundance blocks. That's what the stream, this group of entities that you channel, is all about. We're going to have a channeling session with the stream. Do you want to talk about more of the stream? They are from source. This is like the purest consciousness. Expand on this, please. Certainly. Well, first of all, you know, source flows through all of us. We're all part of source. So when I say that I'm channeling source, I do not have an exclusive on source, <laughs> certainly. But when I was, I was getting this information my whole life, and when I was really starting to share it, I was obviously very influenced uh, positively by Abraham Hicks, as many are. And I remember asking for a name. 
I said, okay, you're, you know, you're coming to me with this information. Who are you? What is your name? And years ago, I had asked that question. I got the name Philip. And <laughs> this around, they said, okay, Philip is, is a human name and, and doesn't mean anything. That's what you were ready for at that time. So we told you mm -hmm. Philip, but we are source. We are a stream of consciousness. We are not human. You all need to humanize things. And we understand that, but we're not human. You can give us a human name if you want. It's up to you. It's sort of like we don't care. We're a stream of consciousness. We are eternal wisdom. We are the source of all creation. And that was very clear to me. And that was mm -hmm. sort of a whoa moment that, okay, I really am tapped into something that is the source of all creation. And, and my goal from there, because I think many people that channel are, are tapped into that for sure. My goal from there was to channel it as purely as possible without any of my, you know, upbringing or prior beliefs or anything else, without worrying about whether it offended anybody or, or anything. There, there's just no filter placed on the stream whatsoever. And that's been my intentionality from day one. And, you know, sometimes I get myself into trouble or they get me into trouble. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. That's part of the agreement that I made. But they're, they're very honest and, and very direct. And, you know, some people think that it's blunt, but I can be very blunt. And, of course, it's coming from me. But the, mm -hmm. the intentionality behind it is definitely steeped in love. Absolutely. Wanting the very best for us, definitely wanting us to all love ourselves first. Because as teachers, we all have the most to give when we're up our spiral in high positive emotion, completely connected to source. And we only can achieve that via loving ourselves. Yes, via loving ourselves, the most important thing to do, and that is a big task, um, which requires boundaries and all of this. So let's let's have you. We're going to have you channel the stream. I would like you to share before we get there, though, very quickly, what that was like for you to transition from automatic writing, connecting with the stream, and speaking the voice. Were there uh, things that, that you had to clear out, blocks that you had to clear out to be able to voice channel? Definitely all of the work that I did over that 10-year period after my Kundalini awakening that I described, I realize now all of that work was preparing me to do that. Mm -hmm. And even my discovery of Abraham Hicks I did not even know what channeling was. I had been told years prior that I was a channel, didn't know what it was, and that mm. I needed to pay attention to Abraham. I didn't do it. <laughs> uh -huh. I, I thought it sounded sort of biblical Old Testament, and therefore I, I allowed it to turn me off. And then I had sort of a miraculous uh, situation years later where Abraham just sort of fell into my lap. I couldn't ignore it any longer, and I stayed up all night listening to the original Abraham Hicks uh, tapes where mm -hmm. Jerry Hicks uh, interviewed Abraham for the very first time on tape mm -hmm. and it resonated so highly and it wasn't weird to me at all. It seemed like home and it definitely jived with what I'd been getting my whole life. I really understood everything that they were saying. So I, I credit Esther Hicks and her channeling of Abraham for allowing me to do what I do. And allowing mm -hmm. me to, to start doing it. I really started a couple of years before the podcast. I set the intention to speak it. I would go and uh, I was living in a high rise building in uh, Seattle and then San Francisco. 
And I would go down into the parking garage and sit and lock myself in the car with the windows up because I didn't want my neighbors or anyone to hear me <laughs> doing this. Mm-hmm. And I would record into my iPhone channeling. Mm, good. And for a while, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I'm a type A personality, so I always want to make it happen rather than allow it to happen. And that's that's a struggle that I have with law of attraction that I'm getting better at, but still it's there. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was trying to force myself to speak it. And I felt the energy. I definitely felt the energy coming to the left side when I set this intention, this very powerful energy enter my jaw and go down into my throat. And you mm-hmm. notice I still have a, a cough a lot. Uh, if I don't channel a lot, I get this sort of cough, this little you know catch in my throat. And then That's when I channel, it gets better. At least it gets better afterward. Exactly. Ah. So mm-hmm. When I finally learned to relax into it and just let it be and just speak, and I realized it wasn't about something possessing me and speaking me. Yes. And that was kind of the, the way Esther describes Abraham was kind of like that. For me, it was not that. For me, it was shifting into a gear where I sort of allowed them to take over my mind and, and pair with me like you pair your device, you know, with your Bluetooth in your car. And I simply think and allow them to answer and speak and it comes out. And my demeanor is a little different. My voice changes slightly. It used to change more. And in a very quick amount of time, it's evolved to be a lot more like me, which is really great. But you can still tell the difference between me and the stream. They're a little more formal, a uh, little more direct. Sometimes they're humorous. I'm, I'm always jovial and laughing and humorous generally. When they're humorous, it's a big deal because you don't get that all the time <laughs> from them. <laughs> okay. So, so it's, uh, it, it's a very different persona that's coming through when I channel. And I'm there, but I'm sort of in the background. They're out front. They're the star of the show. They're they're communicating directly with you. I'm doing my best to stay out of the way. And I only remember bits and pieces of it after I'm finished. I always have to go back and watch or listen to get the full um, the full effect of it. And it's gotten a lot more powerful lately. When I'm in person, it's extremely powerful. Uh, I do um, a Facebook live show on Spirituality Gone Wild, which is a Facebook page, every Wednesday night. And that's gotten very powerful because the audience is very broad. So you have all sorts of people in there that maybe know what channeling is, maybe do not. Many people in there don't believe in the law of attraction. They want to debunk everything. And I actually sort of like that. You, you think it would be negative energy, but for me, it's a very positive thing that I'm reaching all of these new people and some of them are challenged by it and some are really loving it. And that, that, that mixed vibe brings out just such amazing information from them. So I really do enjoy that experience. And in the last week when I uh, got finished channeling, when I got through, they departed and I came back and immediately burst into tears. So a 51-year-old mm. man sitting on live video <laughs> bawling. <laughs> but that's how powerful it can be. And I can't control that. It's just sometimes it's that powerful and that deep. And when I come back and I and tears are streaming, I know they went really deep on a topic. And sometimes it's light and it's loving and it's fine. So it, it's it's uh, sort of a wild card. And I really do love that about the stream. You never know exactly what you're going to get from them. Okay. So we are going to allow you to bring forth the stream. Uh, what's the best type of questions? Anything and everything? You can ask anything and everything. You're, you're working with my vocabulary and intellect, so I've got to know what you're talking about, and, and it needs to be in English. So, okay. <laughs> you know, again, I'm not possessed by you know some being that can speak every language on the planet. It is coming through me. 
Uh, but there's nothing that's off limits. They dive into taboo topics. You know, I mentioned getting in trouble. They will talk about anything you want to talk about, including murders and abortion and all sorts of stuff. So there's, mm. I don't, I don't uh, limit it whatsoever. So, well, okay, we'll set the structure. We like to focus on New Earth here, so we, I would hope that most of us, you know, can reach for the humane and the New Earth vision, and so that's where we will focus. Beautiful, and of course, our abundance and all of that wonderful uh, technique of working with our vibrational existence to create our reality. So thank you. We will let you. Bring them forth, the stream. Okay. And the best way to do this is you're going to have a moment of silence with me. And what we're going to do is collectively meditate. And everyone that's watching now, and even if you're uh, on a recording in the future, set a positive intention to receive what you want to receive from the stream. That's very helpful. That helps bring them through in a powerful way. So let's just take a moment and I will bring them in and you will know when they're here. We are here. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. This is a quantum conversation. And we have listeners around the world. And the number one question that I'm feeling is, can you speak on our soul purpose? Ways that we can recognize our soul purpose and flow with ease and grace with it. Certainly. You, you, we generally start here, so it is perfect synergy that, that you are starting us here. It's important, first of all, that you understand that you are all eternal beings, that you are strands of soul consciousness. And though you are independent strands of soul consciousness, you are part of a collective. And that collective on your planet at this time is a collective consciousness of Earth. But you are also part of a bigger collective, that collective which you often label source or God, that which we are, that which you are. And as part of this collective, you are all energetically expanding. You are all seeking expansion more and more into the core of what you call source. And you accomplish this by coming to physical reality and experiencing a polarized environment. All physical is polarized. You are all impacted by polarity. This is why the movement of your planets impacts your mood. And your mood very much impacts your vibration. And your vibration is exactly what is creating your lives, your, your version of reality, your bubble of reality as you are perceiving it currently as a human being. And it's important to understand from your soul consciousness, your eternal perspective, you project yourselves into these physical environments, understanding that they are offering the contrast of positive and negative. And that contrast of positive and negative is created by the polarity. This is why you have positive and negative circumstances on your planet. 
And from that higher perspective, there is no right or wrong. Everything is exactly as it should be. Yet you project yourselves as a human being into planet Earth. You choose vibrationally your point of entry. And we will be the ones to tell you that you choose this point of entry very much based on the level of contrast that you are seeking, the, the, the level of overcoming you wish to place in your paths. So those of you who choose more difficult paths vibrationally, projecting yourselves into illness, projecting yourselves into poverty, projecting yourselves into to difficult circumstances, you, you view that from your human perspective as a negative, yet it is not negative at all. You are projecting yourself understanding that you possess the ability to overcome anything. And in the overcoming, you grow as a human being, and more importantly, you expand as a soul consciousness being in that process. It's also important to share that there is no getting this wrong. You are going to come and have a human life experience on planet Earth that is very temporary compared to the wholeness of who you are. And in doing so, you are going to have experiences and you are going to grow regardless of the outcome. There is no wrong way to live your lives. Though from your human perspective, there certainly is. Because you are all judgmental. And when we say that you are all judgmental, we are not judging you. We are telling you that you are all here discerning your preferences for what you want to achieve, what you want to experience. And at your core, you all want freedom and joy. You want to exist in the state of freedom and joy that you exist in, in what we call your completed state when you are not physical. But you want that in a physical environment where you can enjoy it on a physical level. But the trade-off in all of that is that you are coming to a polarized physical environment where you are also going to place and overcome obstacles to receive your freedom and joy, or not, depending on how you respond to those obstacles. So your sole purpose is to come and have a human life experience in this case. And your sole purpose is expansion. And your desire is indeed freedom and joy. And your expansion comes and you're overcoming your obstacles. And the reason that you expand in that is because overcoming obstacles is the basis of all creation. Everything that you see around you as a human creation is an answer to a former perceived problem. You experience something, you discern it as not your preference, you set your sights towards something better, something bigger, something new, you manifest it, and new creation has occurred. Well, we are here to tell you that the entire universe was created in that process, including your planet. That is the process of all creation. So you experience something that you do not like. You set your preference toward what you want. You create something new as an answer to that. And the universe has expanded as a result. And your expansion as part of source, that which we are, drives our expansion. And we are energetic beings. We are consciousness. We are either expanding or we are what you would call dying. And we are certainly not dying. We are ever expanding ever-evolving, as are you, as part of us. That is your purpose. Thank you for that. As this journey of human souls expands and we choose to go to different places after incarnating on a planet like this, can we then 
can you talk about how we can choose other places, what other places we may choose, how we may help others, how we may be embodied differently? Certainly. Your, your, your human earthly environment is a speck of dust in an infinite realm. And you are omniscient and omnipresent in your completed state. You are aware of all of it. But from your human perspective, where you've allowed your ego to overshadow the wholeness of who you are so that you can concentrate and have this unique human experience, drowns all that out, the majority of it. You have an inkling of it, but not much. When you are in your completed state, you have full awareness of all of it. And you have a variety of experiences that you are choosing as a consciousness being to, to have for your expansion. And there is sort of a vibrational ladder that you are all climbing. We speak of more and more into the core of source. We very much describe this like a piece of rope that you chop in half and look at the end and you see the little filaments that make a little strand, that make a little string, that twist around and make a smaller rope, that twist around and make a bigger rope. Imagine that into infinity and each strand, each little filament is an independent strand of consciousness. You're one of those. You have vibrational neighbors. You have vibrational beings that you are tightly bound with and you experience these beings in physical over and over again. Yet you independently project yourselves into physical environments and the physical environments are infinite. It is very hard for you to grasp as a human being the idea of infinity, the idea of endless physical environments, the idea of endless time. Of course, there is no time. There is only consciousness. But as a human being, you are here in linear time on planet Earth. And you are viewing everything from that vantage point. So very often we are asked the question of what other planets have you been on? There are things beyond planets that you have been and will be. There are things other than physical that you have been and you will be. That there, there are types of beings that are beyond physical, and there are types of beings and existences that are well beyond just consciousness. But you cannot comprehend all of that. But in your completed state, you can, and you are aware of it. And you choose vibrationally these different experiences to move more and more into the core of source. That is your expansion. And they are endless. And the point of entry on planet Earth as a human being is a very sophisticated point of entry. You are a very sophisticated consciousness being to come and, and inhabit a human body on planet Earth. There are certainly far simpler beings here. You are not going backward in, in your expansion. You are always going forward. So, yes, you may come to planet Earth vibrationally as a vibrational alignment multiple times and live multiple lives on planet Earth. That is indeed true. But you will eventually tire of that and need more stimulation and need to move on to something else. And there are certainly environments that are far more sophisticated than that which you are in now. Mm -hmm. We can sense that, and I know... I can hear those who are really ready to 
master that and move on to that. So thank you for explaining this vibrational ladder that we are climbing on. Okay. So we would like to add to that as well. Yes. We understand as highly intelligent beings that there is a lot of curiosity around all of that. Mm-hmm. But not one of you have mastered humanity. If you begin mm-hmm. mastering humanity, humanity will cease to be. And we are not saying that to you for you to be concerned about that. If planet Earth were to disappear tomorrow and humanity were to cease to be, every single strand of consciousness would evolve to something else. You're eternal and you will always be. But you are here on this journey. We describe it very often as a little weekend trip. And and we always wish to refocus you on your current weekend trip because that's where the value is. Yes, you are absolutely all ascending to a higher vibration as humanity and as independent strands of consciousness. But we always refocus you on why you are here and why you do not have full knowledge of all of that. Because you intended to come here, forget all of that, and have this unique contrasting human experience where you're not burdened with all of that knowledge. Okay. So enjoy this weekend trip of this incarnation. Yes. And master humanity. Let's go to take a question from our phone line. We have Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Would you like to ask the stream a question? Yes. Um, how are you? We are well. Really appreciate this opportunity. Um, I'm working with some stuff um, with my parents' career. I'm trying to shift more into um, a little bit more of enlightenment and leading men's, men into more of embodied consciousness. And I've got a book and some other stuff, but my parents live here on the East Coast, and I want to be sort of on the West Coast doing this. Do you see this shift happening for me in print first or going into sort of the embodied practice that I'm teaching in yoga? Your desire that you describe is specific to helping your parents or to helping all of humanity with the information that you are providing? Helping humanity. Your intention toward helping humanity and your desire for the clarity on how it will be will actually create some static that will hinder your process. Where we guide you with this is to set a very high vibrational intention for the path to magically unfold for you in ways that you cannot even imagine. And and you will know what the next step is as, as it arrives. The, the, the issue here, and any time we are asked about future events, vibration is cons- constantly shifting, and, and, and you are consistently being drawn up and down a virtual vibrational spiral via polarity. That is why there is no set-in-stone future, and there is no set-in-stone past. It is all consciousness. It all exists as thought. And in any given moment, whatever your vibration is, it's absolutely creating that version of your future. But in the very next moment, your vibration could shift, and that version is going to shift just slightly. And if you allow your vibration to shift enough, it can really change the the, the trajectory of your future. So to, to, to share with you what the perfect path is, 
we would only be sharing with you what the perfect path is in this very moment, and your vibration is going to change dramatically up and down your spiral, as you were well aware, in this process. And when you set a very high general intention of allowing the perfect path to unfold and knowing the perfection of all of it and understanding that you have had situations in your life where you have had obstacles that have arrived, you have had things that did not pan out the way that you thought, and then down the road you look back and realize that that was the blessing in disguise that led you to something even bigger. And when you start trying to hammer away at an exact outcome and ask what your future is and try to make that happen, rather than just trusting and allowing the universe to deliver exactly what you want, you create static and it makes your journey far more difficult. Okay. Can I ask like a follow-up on that? Absolutely. Well, I'm really interested in Lauren's work with the New Earth, and that's where I'm um, aligned. And I'm wondering, is the climate change that's being written about or talked about, is that a real reality, or is that a reality that just humans have created that's sort of an illusion and easy to fix, or what is the what you the stream? What's your take on that? It is both. You 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 have somewhat answered your own question. Absolutely, the, the climate of your planet is always in flux. Of course, you are well aware as, as human beings that you are doing things to your planet that that are not doing it any good. And there is nothing wrong with discerning your preference to do better in that regard. But you are nowhere near destroying your planet. You are nowhere near destroying yourselves. Everything that is happening is an example of contrast. There will always be positive and negative. Notice that throughout humanity, the very short time humans have inhabited the earth, the recorded history that you have, every time you solve a problem, another one arises. That, that, that is the process of creation. You are not going to solve all of your problems. You may ascend to a higher vibration, and you are all on the path of doing just that. But it, 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 it's a higher collective knowing of all of this information that you are all receiving now. This is why we are here flowing through David with this information, because your collective consciousness is now ready for this type of information. You are now ready to accept that you create your own reality, that that has been out for a few years and has elevated your vibration. Your ability to communicate globally via your technology that you have manifested also is raising your collective vibration. You are coming together like never before on planet Earth. That is all positive. The negative is that the technology and a lot of your creations are harming you. But you're nowhere near extinction, certainly, and your planet is nowhere near being destroyed. There is certainly a lot of this, this fear-mongering that you experience that is very, very active on planet Earth is being used to control your behavior. And, and, and you can look at your lives as human beings and see that that is a common thread for a very long time uh, of all of this society building that we speak of often, that you are told how to think, how to live, how to behave based on your gender, things of this nature that are not necessarily natural to who you are. And to a degree, that society building has served you. It has allowed you to come together and, and, and create things and, and elevate your planet to where you are now. But the polarity of that is that you have largely been treated like sheep. And allowed that. But now that your collective is coming together like never before via your technology, you are understanding that you can question that and that you don't have to live the way that you are told to live. 
This is why your younger generation is radically different than generations prior, living very differently. That is the ascension of your planet. You are in the midst of it. You are experiencing it, even if you do not realize it. And, and as far as the climate changing, your planet will continue to evolve and change. Your climate will change. It's going to happen regardless of what you do, but we are not guiding you away from cleaning up your oceans and, and, and stop burying garbage and stop polluting so much and all of these things. If you discern that as your preference, there is certainly no judgment around any of that. But to, to get back to the very simple answer, both scenarios are true. Yes, the, the, the earth is evolving, your climate is changing, and yes, a lot of it is being overhyped and used to control you. Mm. All right. Thank you, Don, for that question. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Yes. And hang in there as well and, and stay on your new earth path as we know and experience when we see that the earth is being harmed. If we are inspired in ways to help, to clean it up, to use all of our skills, all of our passion, that's the newness that's coming for us and we're seeing some great things and that's why we support we support groups and organizations or inventions that help clean up our planet so hold that vision and um gosh i would like to ask the stream how we can really move past all scarcity we've got folks that want to go and create new earth solutions businesses, programs, platforms, and yet there's the money situation. Could you best describe how we can move through that transition and be supported in our efforts? The, the, the most important thing to realize about money is that, that scarcity only exists in your mind. And that, that when you have scarcity in your mind, you're going to create scarcity in your reality. When you truly have abundance in your mind and your vibration, you, you will be abundant. And we very often guide you to, to, to move beyond the specifics of how it will be. Because when you get caught up in the how and the when and things of that nature, you begin to create the static around your manifestation coming to be. When you simply set an intention for all of it to work out, for everything that you need to flow and make your work being up your spiral in joy, because when you are up your spiral in joy, you are connected to your own version of this. You are connected to our energy. You are part of source, but only when you are in a state of joy and belief and trust. Because when you are up in that, that high vibration of belief and trust, the universe is delivering exactly what you want. But when you allow yourselves to get frustrated, when you allow yourselves to move to a place of believing that earth needs to be fixed, the, the, the vibration of earth needing to be fixed is a low vibration in comparison to loving the earth as it is and discerning a preference for something more. That is a high vibration. That is expansive. But when you view what's going on on your planet as your planet is broken and your planet is damaged and your planet needs to transition, you are bringing the vibration of all of that down and you are actually attracting and creating more of that. This is why when you, you, you see certain things happening on your planet, they become chronic the more you focus upon them. 
You mm-hmm. focus on school shootings and suddenly there's more school shootings. Focus on the improvement. Focus on what is wanted always. And you collectively will manifest that. And notice that you always collectively solve your problems. And as soon as you do, polarity is going to create a whole new set of problems. And where we guide you to in all of this, and, and, and the, the, the true evolution is in understanding the contrast, understanding the negative, the understanding that you're never going to live in pure positive physical, nor do you want to, because there will be nothing left to inspire new creation. And with no new creation, there's no expansion. But we are not holding you away from desiring improvement. And we understand very well that you and your audience want improvement. There is absolutely no judgment against that. Want your improvement. Strive for it. Seek what you want. Have that better version in your mind and believe it and trust it and it will be. But do it from that high vibrational vantage point and and you will be far more successful than, than viewing the earth as needing to heal, needing to change, needing other people to agree with you. That is a, a big, big sticking point in all of this. When you need the collective to all agree, you are never going to all agree. Mm. Not in a polarized environment. It is much more about your perspective of allowing the others to believe differently than you and allowing them the space to do that without you going down your spiral and with you holding on to your beliefs and your version of reality. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. That is uh, powerful, and we will focus on the improvement, absolutely, when we see uh, our world. So thanks for that. Okay, let's. there's another question here from our audience. And I would like to unmute Randy. Hi, Randy. Hello. Hello. Ah. It's funny because you two just answered my question, but I'll go there anyway. Um, it is interesting. He's answering the stream yeah. is answering questions that I see that people are asking. It's amazing. It's so quantum. We, we yeah, it's quantum. <laughs> it, it's, it's the quantum field effect. And, yes. and, and the, so I wanted to ask about the ability to believe. You know, because with our minds and in our community. I'd like to share that belief, you know, being able to believe is is so much in what you're trying to achieve or what's possible, being able to believe. And I share that uh, one of the best ways that you can improve your ability to believe is by being an honest person, you know. But where can you go from uh, your perspective about expanding our ability like are expanding our consciousness, like like the Merkaba. If you bring one pyramid down and one pyramid up, and you start with them separated, where they start to overlap that diamond, and as that expands, as you push them further together, that's one way we I know to expand consciousness. Uh, where can you go? From the, so uh, my question is about our ability to believe, and what we can do to improve that. As you already answered it, but. I'm digging deeper. Thank you. We, we, we will go a bit further as you speak of, of, of one mountain imploding and another rising up or pyramid. That is the effect of fear being released and reduced and the ability to trust and believe being built. 
you increase your ability to trust and believe by releasing fear. And in this, the, the practice of Taya that we have delivered is all about releasing your fear and raising your vibration to a level that allows you to trust. Taya stands for trusting your abundance. We, we are guiding you. And, and when we say abundance, we mean your version of abundance, love, health, prosperity, peace, whatever it is that you want. Even if it's a million homes, that, 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 that is up for you to discern your version of abundance. And when you trust it, when you trust the universe and you trust it to come and there is no fear and there is no static, you will receive what you want every single time. So, so it is very much about detuning the fear and allowing the trust to rise naturally. You don't have to build the trust and build the belief when you don't have fear. We focus on detuning the fear. Let, let, let's, let's dive in and identify the drivers of the fear in your life. And, and, and when we do that, you can, you can detune them and change them to a more positive version. Because most of your fear is rooted in things that have happened in your past. And as you are certainly aware, everything that has happened in your past only exists as your consciousness, only exists as your version of it that you like to tell. So you have the power to change that prior version to anything that serves you better. And if that version that serves you better allows you to release fear, you are then automatically going to raise your level of trust. And your level of trust is the key to receiving everything that you want. Thank you. That's heartfelt. And, uh, you know, there's, there's an isness to it. There's a, there's a quantum field uh, cognition to it that's... Uh, you know, the truth flows like a bird song. It's just the isness. Thank you. Indeed. Thank you, Randy. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. We are going to Chicago, and I believe it's Linda on the line. Hi. Thank you very Hi. much. Hello, stream. <laughs> this hello. is a health. Hello. This is a health question. There are thyroid issues, thyroid nodules going on in my thyroid. I know that there are a lot of people now who are affected with thyroid issues. Could you possibly expand on that and what is going on with this thyroid issue in humanity right now? As human beings, you have created vast technology and including that in your, your your food and the things that you consume and the, the the human made creations that you interact with every day you are not existing by and large out in the wilderness in a natural environment you are in a human created environment full of what you would call chemicals and certainly there is contrast in all of that you discern your preference to live in a structure out of the elements to not participate in the food chain things of this nature the contrast of that is that, that many of your creations that allow that also are not up to speed with your body, or rather, your body is not up to speed with them. You are creating, as humanity, faster than your bodies can evolve. This is why mm -hmm. so much of your, your technology food does not serve you, because your body is not up to speed with it. This is why many of you are going back to, to more what you would call whole foods, because your bodies are up to speed with that. Your bodies can evolve collectively to, to, to live on just about anything, literally. 
but we are speaking of generations to get there. And your technology moves faster than that at this point. So there are things that you have created that are harming your bodies. The very best thing that you can do, as on all topics, is to set a positive intention toward health, to set a positive intention where you are not worried about your environment. We understand that the words that we just offer you may cause you to look around your environment and wonder what all is making you sick in your home. We are actually guiding you away from that because there's nothing you can do about that. You could go out and live in the wilderness, but that would bring its own level of contrast that could be just as damaging. So we guide you to set your positive intention toward superior health. Understand that many of your health issues are not because of your body's inability to adapt. Your body's ability to adapt is, is, is superior. But your thought process, your stress, your disbelief, your fear, your concern about health, your concern about money, your concern about relationships and all of the other things in your lives that cause you stress are actually the main drivers of your illness, not your environment and not your food. Set a positive mm -hmm. intention for the right foods to come your way. Set a positive intention for your body to respond positively to your environment. Set a positive intention for the right health care scenario to populate for you. We never guide you toward or away from your doctors or your medicine or anything because it is all about your belief. If you believe that a doctor and a prescription and, 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 and being on certain drugs will help you, it will. Your belief supersedes all of that. So we guide you to set a positive intention toward health and understanding that when you release fear, you release stress. And when you release stress, you are instantaneously healthier. You are lowering that pyramid with the fear around health. And you are raising your pyramid in regard to health and trusting it and believing it and knowing that regardless of what's going on in the collective, that you are fine. And the, the, the collective, we, we, we refer to that very often because these things take hold in the collective and then suddenly you're speaking of many having the same affliction. But the same affliction is occurring more and more because of the collective focus on it than anything else. This is why we guide you to, toward managing your own bubble of reality, managing your own spiral, and setting your positive intention toward health first, and allowing the path to your excellent health to unfold from there, maintaining the trust, not allowing fear, which brings the static. One more question. <laughs> mm -hmm. I need guidance on my next move, my next quantum move, um, I'm not sure where to turn in my growth. What is your preference? To expand. To be so the your best preference version. is expansion, <laughs> and you are a physically manifested human being at this time. You wish to expand. You understand now that you expand in your overcoming of your obstacles. Uh, one, one more question about meditation. When I meditate and do breath work, I get a purple cloud. It's quite beautiful. And these purple mm. clouds turn into faces. 
and they come and go and come and go, and then my body will jerk and I'll come out of it. It's not every meditation, but it's usually the ones where my breath has taken me to a, you know, a relaxed alpha, maybe even a theta state. I do not know who those cases are, what they represent. Um, I ask questions. I I don't get answers, but I would like to go further into the meditation. We, we we guide you first to understand that you're you are perceiving the energetic realm as a human being, and you all perceive this differently. You you see things, you smell things, you you experience human like beings, but you are experiencing the energetic realm indeed, especially when you are raising your vibration. We guide you to set a positive intention before your meditation to receive that which is ready to commune with you and to understand that on a deeper level and to allow that unfolding to occur as it will and not try to hammer away at making something happen and not try to hammer away at receiving specific information right away. Simply learning first how to raise your vibration to the point where you are receiving this perceived version of of energy and simply letting that be the manifestation and then understanding that there will be a continual unfolding of it and your allowing of it, not your looking for it. So we guide you not mm-hmm. to be looking for it and try to rush into something. That David is a, is a very impatient human being, and, and we were available to him for a long time in human years before he fully allowed us. And, and much of that was his hammering away at it, trying to make something happen instead of relaxing into it and simply allowing it. We are guiding you to allow it and to understand that your continued practice, and, and we are not guiding you to sit in meditation and meditate your life away, any of you, but there is great value in daily meditation because you are connected to, to your own version of the stream when you quiet your mind and reach a state of neutrality, little to no thought. And when you allow that, that stream connection to come in, your connection to source, our energy, we are there guiding you higher and higher up your spiral. And when the polarity is allowing it, you can really go up. You can really go high on your spiral. Breathe into it. Enjoy it. Savor it. Don't try to hammer away at making it more than it is. Understand the Mm -hmm. the manifestation that you are experiencing and know that, that your next thing, your next level that you wish to achieve will be revealed to you in that continued process. It is something that you are co-creating, and it is something that is not yet in existence. That is why we cannot and will not tell you what it is, because you need to create it as part of your expansion. Thank you. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yes, beautiful. Thank you, Loren. Thank you, Linda. Thank (laughs) you. Okay. All right. Here's another question. I know we have you for a few more minutes. can you let's see this is for this is from Barbara Marie and I know this resonates with many of us Barbara says in regards to manifesting I have found that I can instantly manifest something as long as I don't have any blocks to it she asks is it only our blocks that stop us from instantly manifesting something can you give us more information on this indeed it is only your blocks and your blocks very often come in the form of your desire for it. Notice the things that you believe are big, that you need to be happy, 
are the very things that you find difficult to manifest most often. The little things that you trust will be there because you've not placed so much pressure on them, those things manifest with ease. You can take that ease and manifestation on that one topic that is always easy for you, and you all have at least one, likely many, and overlay that ease on any single topic. But you must release the fear. You must not allow the static to come in. When you allow the static and the static comes in, in that period, that, 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 that incubation period of that desire coming to full physical fruition, that span of time when you begin to doubt, you begin to fear, you begin to question, you begin to wonder how it's going to be, when it's going to be. How is that going to work? It's never worked that way before. I've never manifested anything of this nature. I can't do that. I'm not that type of person. You begin to reason with yourselves. And when you begin to reason with yourselves, you renegotiate very often to a lesser version that you can then bring yourself to believe from a lower vibration. We guide you not to do that, to break that habit, to make everything the same as far as your ability to manifest it and make your work being up your spiral in joy understanding that that is all you truly need do to receive all of it. The very, the very most important thing that you can do is to release the need. We, we hear you say that you need more money to be happy, and indeed money is the basis of just about everything you do on planet Earth. But you do not need it to be happy. We hear you say that you need the perfect romantic relationship. You need someone to complete you, but you do not. We guide you to go up your spiral, to love yourselves, to be in a state of joy without the manifestation, and you all have the ability to do this. Regardless of how poor you are, how sick you are, or how alone you are, you have a path to that, and it's all in your mind. And when you reach that state of not needing it, that's when things begin to change, and that's when things begin to improve. And when you can release that fear and you're not needing it, and allow that trust to instantaneously likewise move up, then you start to see your manifestations come to be. Release the need for it. Release that burning desire for it and simply allow it to be. And take a breath with that. We simply allow it to be and trust. The trust is key. Beautiful. Okay. And I wanted to add that Barbara said that she channels the present ones and she was going to ask a question about them and the channeling, but then she heard them say, tell David we said hello, and she chuckles. So any idea on why they said that? Because a channeled energy from up the spiral from a positive place with a positive intention is all coming from the same source. You are all connected to source. You are all part of this. And when you are channeling with high intention and, and you have raised your vibration to do so, you at your core are channeling the same energy. But it is also your own unique stream that includes your vibrational neighbors. So there is a different flavoring to every channeled message. And that is truly the perfection of it. Because there is no one-size-fits-all path for all of humanity. There is no one-size-fits-all message that's going to resonate with everyone. There, there are certainly plenty that, that, that hear our words and, and allow them to wash through them and, and they resonate highly and their lives can be transformed by them. 
one of the qu first questions that David asked when we began flowing through him so powerfully was, why does the world need another channel? There, there, there is an Abraham already that he viewed as perfection. And our desire in, in, in communing with him was, was, was very much to bring something that was different than that which is Abraham, something that is an evolution of that, that appeals perhaps to a different audience, something that, that offers something slightly different, not better, but different, to open up different minds in different ways. And yes, some of the audiences cross over. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But, but there are multiple channels because there are multiple human beings, and you all have different needs, and you're all on different paths, and you all perceive differently, and that is the perfection of all of it. That, that, that is why there is no one way. There is no one perfect way to arrive where you wish to go. There are only universal laws, and they are simple and few. Beyond that, all of these teachings are very much flavored by independent streams of consciousness that are being shared through a human being. Okay, beautiful. <clears throat> you have helped us really recognize the power of steering our consciousness with our intention and to releasing fear and to trusting and to believing. This is very powerful. And yet on our YouTube channel, as we close our session today, there is AC who says it is, um, why is awakening so difficult? Why is my awakening seeing, um, seeming so difficult when I see death and destruction and toxins everywhere? And she wrote, and this person, I don't know, he or she wrote in about, um, you know, seeing the geoengineering of the chemtrails and things that are hurting the planet. And you did speak to this, but can you help with a shift for AC? into just totally feeling into this awakening process with some ease and grace and some tenderness for her journey or his journey. The, the, what we will share there is that you are always going to create your vibration based on what you focus upon. And as long as you are in a physical environment, you are going to have the contrast of positive and negative. The, 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 the wonderful way for us to exit this, this gathering is to let each and every one of you know that, that we are the source of all creation. And we are here to tell you that positive is always more powerful than negative. Negative only exists to serve positive. Negative exists to inspire new creation that drives the expansion of our energy, which you are part of. So when you see something on your planet that you discern is not your preference, first of all, understand that you are all eternal beings. This is a, a very brief weekend trip. If, if, if your entire town were to die out tomorrow, you are not dead. You transition back to your completed state where you are eternal ener energy. And then you choose to come and do it in one way or another all over again into infinity. Planet Earth is not the end. You are perceiving it as everything, and you are doing that so that you can have this unique, contrasting human experience. But when you raise to a higher vibration, and you all have the ability to do this, and you connect in with our energy, 
you have our vantage point where you see planet Earth as a speck of dust. And you see this lifetime as a blip in time. And understand that you are eternal. There is no time. That you exist as consciousness, backward and forward, into infinity. And this is, this is tiny in comparison to everything else that you do as a being. And, and, and the, the contrast on your planet, that the death experience is not what you often think that it is. The illness experience, that the pain and the suffering, all offers benefit if you look for it. And if you focus on positive, you will be a more positive human being, and you will have far more to offer your fellow humans when you are up your spiral in joy, connected to your stream, connected to our energy, you will be an inspiring human being. And there are not enough of you around to accomplish what you are collectively looking to accomplish. So you all need to move collectively up your spiral into a state of joy. Look for the positive on planet Earth. Understand that, that you, you are all seeking something that is absolutely possible, something that you are on a path to, but it is your individual personal perception of it and that evolution that is going to make it happen for you. And if you are focused on something that is negative and you are seeing the earth as something that is broken, we guide you to back that up a little bit to broaden your view and understand that you have storms that come through and cause destruction. But every single time you build it back, whether it is through vegetative growth or through human creation, bigger and better than ever before. That is the process of, 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 of eternal process of universal creation. Everything is created that way. A perceived problem being overcome equals new creation, if so allowed. And so your obstacles on your planet, and they will always be, serve that great purpose. And from your higher perspective, you have access to that. And you can view your life and your planet very differently, and you will be more joyous in the process. Not only that, you will be of far greater service in that positive state of looking toward what is wanted rather than focusing upon what is not wanted. Thank you. That is so beautiful and very powerful. <clears throat> and when we look at what we see out there in the world that is humane and inhumane, we reach for the humane. And that's our role, stepping in to service, and we hold that intention for it. So that is wonderful. Thank you for that guidance. And I wanted to say there as well for AC, as we look for the positive, and when you see chemtrails, play a little game. Hold your hand to the chemtrail, calling on unconditional love and the great sylphs, sylphs who are here to assist us and watch what happens to those chemtrails. And that experience right there may show you something that is quite promising. So we hope that helps. Thank you. Well, thank you so much to the stream for this beautiful information. It's wonderful that we can all do this and up our spiral in joy and connect to our own stream, this consciousness that is there, that is part of us. Thank you so much. As we close our time with you, is there any final words for our beautiful audience today? We have shared a lot of information, and, and, and very much of it may be new information or a very different perspective, perhaps, than what you have heard before. Our guidance in all of this 
is to, if, if this message resonates with you, to listen to it multiple times, because there are layers here that are being offered. We, we offer a lot of information with very few words, and it is a whole new way of thinking for many. But you are all vibrationally aligned with it, or you would not be in our presence. With much love, that is all we have. Namaste. I'm back. <laughs> well, Sorry, it's always a little abrupt when they uh, just sort of depart and it comes back to being me. When I'm on video, it's a lot easier to figure out. But You know, it's a no-nonsense. It's a no-nonsense. Let's just be, and it's a, it's a non-judgmental, and it's beautiful. And I thank you so much for, you know, just stepping up and doing it and allowing it and surrendering to it as you allowed it. Very beautiful. Thank you. I always love, I don't really remember what happens, but I always love the feeling after I channel. And I know there was a lot shared here today. So mm -hmm. hopefully it was helpful. Hopefully it uh, helps everybody on their journey. Yes, it does. We are uplifted and there's no getting this wrong. And freedom and joy is it. And we up our spiral in joy. So this is beautiful. Again, I thank you. We have a special offer with you that is beautiful because it gives personal sessions where you go in depth with these sessions. The stream actually goes in depth with these sessions. They're on Zoom. They're all recorded. And I suppose if someone doesn't have the ability for Zoom, that's okay. It'll happen one way or another. But let's let's talk about this because you also have your course too. And what you do with these streams is you can do one one-hour session or you can do three one-hour sessions. That's not three sessions all at once, is it? No, it's or, we, we split those up. And mm -hmm. really what happens in the one-hour session, of course, it's just an hour session. Uh, you get about 15 minutes with me and a 45 minutes channeled with the stream. And it's, it's a lot more personal in a one-on-one -on -one environment. We do those via Zoom. We record them. Or we could do them via telephone if need be. Zoom is nice because uh, yeah. I can see the other person. They can see me. They can see me as I channel the stream. That's how I do most of them. And it, we really get into identifying abundance blocks. A lot of people just need to know kind of what the root of that is. And the stream is really good at sort of getting down to that. And then the three session package takes you from identifying your abundance blocks to getting into a strategy of how to uh, eliminate the abundance block, how to overcome. So you sort of get an identification and then you get a follow-up call to really work on a strategy. And then you get a final call to make sure that you, you have the strategy and that it's actually working. And we decide exactly how to space those calls out. They're all custom. There's not a set way to do it. It just depends on, on your process. And um, you know, it's, they're very effective. The stream is extremely effective. In my boot camp program, uh, you get two hours with the stream uh, included in it. And, and they work on that. And then the course is all about raising your default vibration and learning the Taya spiritual practice. And it's it's a very heavy thing to do, but it will change your life. It will absolutely change every aspect of your life if you so allow. And it really allows you to operate your life on a very different level than you ever have before. It's, it's very different uh, than just the typical law of attraction teachings. It goes much, much deeper. It gives you a lot of great tools to change that default vibration, a lot of great tools to run your life differently. That's why we, we refer to it as law of attraction 2.0. It's kind of the next evolution of all of that. Mm hmm. 
Again, that's available on the special offer, which is at AcousticHealth.com slash special offers slash David. And that is beautiful. What is the best type? So we know personal sessions, those who really um, want that one-on-one guidance, that's wonderful. On your course, what's the type of, what's the perfect type of person that, that this is for? Would it be someone who is already awakened or looking to get out of their job or to start their new earth business? What's the perfect type of person to come into your course? Yeah, the perfect type of person, uh, the, the, the best type of person, I should say, <laughs> to come into the course is someone that accepts that they create their own reality, that they're not mm-hmm. a victim of anything. If they're in that victim space, we want to get them out of that before getting into boot camp and really accepting that they are the creator of their reality. And then what you're looking for in the course is raising your default vibration and overcoming your abundance blocks. And that makes significant difference in your life. And, and we have manifestations now. We have... Um, Gosh, over 50, almost 60 graduates of Taya Boot Camp, and we have manifestations of money, businesses, relationships, divorce from bad relationships, uh, miraculous healing that baffles doctors, uh, intellectual property being bought by Disney. We have all sorts of, of just insane mm-hmm. manifestations, custody battles being settled out of court. It gives you the tools to manage your life in a very different way where it's all vibrational and you allow things to happen and work in your favor, and you're not having to push so hard and stress so hard. You're releasing fear. You're raising your confidence, and you're really changing the path of the rest of your life. Beautiful. Well, thank you for this. As we know, it is a vibrational existence, and everything that we can do to shift us into something where we can anchor that higher level of joy in all ways and all things is extremely powerful for us and effective so thank you for that we appreciate your time today and oh my gosh um what does it feel like when you're done channeling you know some people have to go lie down or you know eat something what what is that like for you it is simultaneously exhilarating and draining (laughs) (laughs) it definitely it's just a very powerful energy that comes through I'm always, my body temperature is elevated. I live in the desert as it is, and I'm sweating afterward. Uh, it, it feels amazing, like a buzziness, but my physical body is drained. So it's an interesting uh, it's, it's an interesting feeling, and there's nothing else like it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing this super connection that you have with the stream. This has been a beautiful and powerful quantum conversation. Thank you so much, David Strickell. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. So now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart and just enjoy and build our joy bubble. Namaste.
Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.